They're so cute. Well, he should. Yeah. Because what other people think is very important. It's the most important thing. Yeah. Like. And if they like judge me for something I'm wearing, you betcha. I'm I want to know. Wardrobe change. Exactly. Because guess what's the most important thing, Brie? Other people's opinions. Other people's opinions. Yep. Thousand percent. This is our podcast, What's With The Neighbors, What's True the Crime, neighbors? Paranormal. That is Bree. And that is Amy. And welcome to Daily Access. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Daily Access to Amy's. Where do you have my banana? Bree, why'd you take my banana I always put it over here last week. She was playing with it. Rude. Can you toss me ready? my banana? Thank you. Yeah. That was beautiful. Sorry. If you can't get that out, then that's okay. Guess what, guys? I burp. So does Amy. You do? Yeah. You know, I'm a lady. I'm a lady. I'm a real lady. <laughs> Earlier when we were in gymnastics, <laughs> not there weren't a lot of girls in the class today. Uh-huh. And, um, were there mostly boys? No. There there were just, there were. It, it's an all-girl class. Oh, so yeah. I see. Okay. I mean, boys are allowed to join, too, but all Boys are excluded. Just, wow. Just happen what type of po- what there. type of class do you guys take your kid to? All girls class, no boys allowed. They have an all boys class there. It's called ninjas. Oh, well, that's cute. I love that. I may have seen a boy or a girl in there once. I don't know. There would have to be. Um, girls are allowed in Boy Scouts though. Truth. Yeah. Are they? Oh yeah, they are. I don't know. That's kind of. Anyways, cool. go ahead. Sorry. With um, your story, Bree. So we were watching them, and you, do you know where the balcony is in the further area in the gymnastics? Yes, not the one that like, we had the party at. The further next one. to where the little tumblers yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> so they were over there because it was a smaller class, and uh, outside is like you see, there's like a garage there on the wall for them to probably bring equipment in yeah. from outside. Yeah. And so right outside, you hear this truck going by, and it goes. And it sounds like a fart. <laughs> Everybody just lost it. One of the girls yelled, that sounds like someone farted. <laughs> the coach tried to keep her straight face, and she's just like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, how was that not my kid that said that? I absolutely love that. Kids are the best. They are. They say what they're thinking, man. They do. They really, really do. Kids and, kids and old people. Yes, that's true. So, do you have a neighborhood story for me? I was looking for it, but I can't find it. Hold on. I had one. I promise you I had one. From memebasedcheeseburger.com. Oh, okay. Uh, it says, Josh, stop coming by our house. We don't like you. We don't find you interesting. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Poor Josh. I think, I'm pretty sure I feel I've like read you that have, in the yeah. So, or something uh, similar. Sorry, Josh. We don't, don't like come by you. their house. We don't find you interesting. <laughs> oh, did I write it? Plain and simple. Oh my god, this is your handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. And it's titled, Very Rude Neighbors. This is not very neighborly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for setting the standards for everybody. You're welcome. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we forgot our new segment. First of all, I, oh, I have a quick shoot. question for you. Okay. Um, but it's not the question I wanted to ask you. Because I, I was going to start asking you questions as well, because I really love this. Yes. Uh, this isn't the question, but do you still have that ma- reoccurring math dream? 
I just wanted to remember to ask you this. Oh, thank you for wondering. Um, it hasn't been. Uh, I haven't had it in a while. Okay. I've been having a different dream that keeps happening, but I. I can't really remember the details of it, oh. but it keeps happening. But like in different, like different scenarios so keep happening. I don't have dreams like but that. But it, it involves school. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you in school? It I was just a really hard time in my life. I just have weird dreams. Like I don't, I'm never the character in my dreams. Like it's never me. I'm always in someone else's like, body doing something else. Oh, that's interesting. It's so weird. I, I very rarely have a dream about myself. Well, I must just be really conceited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here is my question for you. If a movie was made about your life, which celebrity or celebrities would you, do you feel would fit your role? Amy Poehler. Leslie Nope. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I can see that because she's like, she can be super hyper energy, but she could be like really sarcastic. Yeah, and serious. You are very Leslie Nope-ish. Am I? What about you? See, I didn't think about that answer. I don't know. I feel like I really, as a personality-wise, I feel like I really relate to um, J-Law. Because she's Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay. she's really oh, yeah. goofy. Yeah, she is really goofy. But she doesn't look anything like me. But she's no. really goofy. Well, she doesn't, you, I, I mean, I don't think Amy Poehler looks like me. <laughs> yeah, she could, she could definitely play me. Yeah, I think so. Where's the picture? I also, I was thinking, um, Radish, what's her name? Raj. Oh, right. From, from, from Park and Rec. Rec, Yeah. And, okay, so this is why. I don't. Rashida Jones. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a lot of other movies besides. I could see her as me. Yeah, because she's she's, hilarious. She's really funny, but she also, like. I think I'm funny. No, you are, but also, like, um, you also, like, have this uh, focus mentality, and I think that she has that also, especially, like, in her acting. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. That's a big compliment. Yeah. Anyways, I love that. Thank you. Do you have a question for me, Sue? Yes, I do have a question for you. Okay. This is funny. So, uh, I'm glad we didn't choose the exact same question. (laughs) (laughs) But if you were a movie, what soundtrack would you would be in your fight scene? Oh man! Either "Don't Stop Me Now" by That's Queen, yeah, or um, um, "Sun Shining in the Sky." I know that doesn't really go with a fight song, Mr. But Blue I've Sky. O- yes, I've always seen that song. You know, that's really funny that you said that because I, when you were s- saying uh, "Don't Stop Me Now," that was the song that was playing Don't in my head. Stop me now! Yeah. Having such a good time, Mr. Blue Sky. My brother wants Mr. Blue Sky to be played at his what at his I, funeral. Oh, oh, it's such a happy, upbeat song. It though. is. I love that song. It's impossible to be like feeling like you're having a bad day if you hear that song. I love that song. Yeah, and I also love "Don't Stop Me Now." Uh. <clears throat> Do you want to know mine? Yes. Okay. Um, I thought about this for a solid, like, 20 seconds. So, it would be Break Stiff by Limp Bizkit. I just added it to my playlist, or to my to my library. Love it. I love it. Anyway. Also, um, g- g- we thought... What are you Did you come up with a listener question? Sure. If not, it's okay. No, I did I not. did. It's okay. 
Um, so we decided that we would come up with also a listener question for you guys and s- see how well you're studying or listening to us. <coughs> it's like some studying. homework. We have homework for you. So Bri had homework for me last week or the week before or whatever it was. And now she has homework for you. Look at her Ba-boom. just like passing out homework to everybody Hashtag as if she's teacher, teacher Bri over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so on Monday I'll post, uh, I'll post asking – I'm not going to ask the question in the post just because I want to text Monday after you next. And see if you actually – yeah. Th- yes. Every Monday after the episodes come out, I'm going to post the question, and you're going to comment your answer. And I'm not going to put the question up there because you should have listened to the episode to hear yeah. the question. Correct. So uh, once, what's the funniest way you've injured yourself? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> oh, I guess we could comment later. Or we could tell. Can you tell me now? Because I want to tell you mine. Um, I uh, feel like I have a couple of different ways. Last year, um, I was at the post office. That was pretty funny. It wasn't funny at the moment. But I was at the post office, and I was pissed off because the package that I had wouldn't fit in my car. So I'm already mad, and I'm coming out marching, cussing, yelling, and stuff like that, and being total Karen. And I've got my keys in my hand, and it's icy out, and I slip. It's really hard to picture you being angry. I I was so angry. This was me being angry because I talk loud when I'm angry. Oh, okay. And I slip, and I bust my butt, hurt my back really bad, and then my key went through my hand. (gasps) And I had to go to to the clinic or whatever to go get it checked out. I ended up getting, like, blood poisoning or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Septic. But the other one. Yeah, I almost died. The other one would be in like sixth or seventh grade when I was walking to go. I was walking back to my table with my lunch in my hand and I did like a Spider Man fall. <laughs> and, oh no, a Mary Jane fall. And all my lunch Mary went. Jane. Mary was, Jane. Was she, Mary Jane from Spider Man. Oh, okay. MJ. Mm-hmm. MJ, sorry. Um, she slips and all of her lunch goes everywhere, mm-hmm. but he caught it, but there's no one there to catch it. And milk went everywhere. And that's every single kid had to have laughed at me inside the lunchroom. Oh, I was so just like, embarrassing. and I walked back to the lunch lady and she was like, here's your lunch. She gave me like a free <laughs> lunch because she saw what happened. <laughs> it's so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love both of those. What, 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 what happened to you? Um, I have two. So may, this one isn't funny. But I, I want to share it because I feel like it's really important to advocate for children that are um, traumatized by parents injuring them. So uh, I was like in third grade maybe and I was riding my bike and there was like this like I was on a bike trail with my mom and we we're like having a cute little daughter mom date and I there's like a little like path that like left the bike trail and then it met up in the bike trail just like around a little bout like it was very small but at the end it had like this cool little jump and I was like ooh, I want to go off this jump and my mom's like okay I'll meet you over there and so she goes but by the time I get to the jump and like you jump and then you land onto the cement right I got there and she was like right there also. So I slammed on my brakes because I didn't want to like run into her. I flew over the handlebars. Why are you laughing? This is not funny. I flew over the handlebars, went face plant into the cement and my two front teeth came out and I am sitting there screaming. And you know what my mom was doing? Where's your teeth? 
<laughs> Where's your teeth? I was so mad at her. And so How this old was were you? I was like maybe six or seven. I don't know. And so were they permanent teeth? No, they they're oh baby God, teeth. Thank God. But so this was before cell phones. And so a guy across the street saw the whole thing happen. Like he was sit out in his driveway. And so my mom goes over there and uses the phone and has my dad come pick me up. And she's like, do you want me to do you want to walk home with me? I was like, no, have daddy come pick me up. <laughs> I was so mad at her. You did this to me, Mom. <laughs> so, as you can see, I have let it go. <laughs> but I have She's another. healing. <laughs> I'm healing. Um, here's another one. So, um, this is this one was embarrassing because I had to tell everyone what happened, and that's what was embarrassing. Um, so I was leaving the bus stop. I was in sixth grade. I was leaving the bus stop. And the boy across the street, Nick Scrimma, if anyone knows him, you all know who Nick Scrimma is. He was like a scumbag. Like, I'm, but like not in like a bad way. He was just like, he was like a player. He always had a girlfriend. Okay, okay. You know, but he had the hugest crush on me growing up. Ugh. Biggest gosh. crush. And I never <laughs> dated him because I knew I was like, oh my gosh. I had that problem too all the time. <laughs> I know. It's rough, dude. Um, so Nick's grandma always had a crush on me, and we got off the bus, and he was chasing me. Well, right before that, my mother doesn't know this part, but on the bus, he's like, Amy, do you wear thongs? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so inappropriate. Like, and that's why I never dated Nick's grandma mother. <laughs> like, he was just a butthead. So, anyway, so we get off the bus, and he's chasing me. <laughs> Because I don't know what's going to happen when he catches me. I don't know. So I turn. going to yank your underwear up and see. They're thongs. <laughs> so, so I turn around to make sure he's like far behind me. And I trip and I fall. And I land on my arm and break my arm. <gasps> you broke your arm before? Yeah, Twice, actually. Oh, God. See, we're learning so much about each other. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So I broke my arm. But I didn't cry <laughs> until I got home. I just held my arm and he kept apologizing. I was like, it's fine, Nick. And I just kept walking. <laughs> we had to walk like a fine, half a mile. Dick. It's Nick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it was embarrassing because they're like, how'd you break your arm? And I was like, Nick's grandma was chasing me. Like, how embarrassing is that, Brie? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nick, I hope you're better with girls now. He I has hope, a daughter, I hope so he must You don't been. chase them anymore unless it's your child. Um,. And I hope you don't ask them what kind of underwear they're wearing. Yeah, you should like, It's yeah. your wife or your or or your like girlfriend. Do you wear thongs? Like, like <laughs> okay. I'm in sixth grade. I don't barely know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a uh, story? Oh yeah, I'm gonna show you guys a story. You gonna share you guys a story? Yeah. Um. So, I'm gonna tell Which you. Is this? Is this yours? Yeah. I don't have one earring. It's on the other ones on the floor. I'm going to tell you about Robert Lyons. What? You don't know who that is. I didn't know who he was until last night also. Okay. you like my outfit? Yes. It's badass. You look like Avril Lavigne with your spiky, your spiky bracelet and your, your netted hand thing and your, your choker and your, your black netted shirt and your black makeup. Amy looks super hot, guys. I'm not going to lie. She looks super cool. And when I came in here, she was blurring, hey, hey, yeah, you, I don't like a girlfriend. All right. So, 
If you were, oh, <laughs> I started reading my question again. <laughs> um, so Carol Stream in Illinois is about 30 minutes from Chicago. There was a woman there named by, by the name of Linda Bullock. She was 61 years old and she had a son named Robert. She let Robert move back in with her and her boyfriend. I don't know why Robert wasn't living there, but or why he had to move back in, but he had to move back in with his mom at the age of 39 years old. I don't know anything <clears throat> about his childhood. Anything could have happen- happened. Yeah. Maybe gotten a divorce. Well, Maybe I kind of speculate on a money. few things. Yeah, I speculate on a couple things later. Like, I don't even know his date of birth. Oh, okay. That's so, fine. We're fine. Um, so... Like I said, I don't know why he had to move back in. Maybe, you know, he was going through rough times, whatever. But he was 39 at the time. So, Linda and Robert were not very close. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just, it felt good. Okay. Scratching my Uh, head. (laughs) uh, It was hard for them to see eye to eye, like, on hardly anything. Uh, They were known to argue often. And it was also reported that Robert was a troubled child his whole life so like really like just little bits of of him is what I have uh I'm not gonna blame his father but I tried to find like who his father was and I can't find anything so I'm gonna guess his dad wasn't in the picture non-existent yeah um but regardless her son needed to stay needed a place to stay so she let him stay she was like yeah fine you can stay with me even though I like hate your guts (laughs) Robert also was diagnosed as a child with bipolar syndrome. At one point, he was hospitalized with it. Uh, Robert moved in, and the arguing between them, like, started almost immediately. They just weren't weren't having a great time. Neighbors reported screaming coming from the house often, and neighbors said that they were both guilty for screaming. Like, it didn't just come from Robert. It also came from um, Linda as well. I was questioning her name because they they live in Carroll. Okay. Uh, so one of the biggest arguments that they would get into was over Robert pur- purchasing flowers for the waitresses at a local Outback. Oh, it's sweet, really sweet, but creepy. But maybe it's creepy. Yeah, if, if your I don't your know. Complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know why his mom sounds got, like it might be a little excessive. Well, and, like, so I don't know why she would get so mad about about it. Like, was he spending money that he didn't have? Was she jealous? Was he being creepy about it? And she's like, you really need to stop stalking these girls. Like, it sounds sweet. But maybe she knew more to the story. Yeah. Uh, So one day, Robert and Linda were at the condo together alone. And it was a normal day. It it was not a normal day. Excuse me. It was not a normal day because Linda usually works weekdays. But today, she wasn't feeling so good. So she stayed home. And Robert obviously was like, Mom, I don't care. You're not feeling good. Gosh, Mom. Yeah. Uh, Can you take me and uh, take me to go run errands? Because Robert didn't drive. He didn't have his license. And she's like, wow, I really don't feel good. And he's like, oh, my gosh, take me. And so they, like, argue for a while, but he ends up – or she ends up giving in and takes him to go run errands. Um, on the way home from errand running, tensions were high. 
much freaking cat hair. <laughs> Tensions were high, and by the time they got home, they were in a heated argument. Like, it was not great. Robert was being more aggressive as usual and was determined to win this fight. He was like, I'm going to win this fight. And she's like, no, you're not. Um, can you guess what they were fighting over? You're probably not going to guess. You're not going to be able to guess. Wait, so, wait. The thermostat. How'd you know, Brie? That, that's so it. It's a great way to fight. It's a great reason to fight. You know, Rick, Rick, mm. I had it at 54 up here in my room. Oh, my God. Because it's so hot in my room. So cold. And he was like, I put it up to 62. And I was like, why? <laughs> That's so cold. I have mine set at 63. <laughs> so this is what they were arguing over. <clears throat> Avril Lavigne was currently on her best damn world tour. Oh, okay. And Robert wanted tickets to go to the show. That was in a neighboring town about 30 minutes away. But he didn't have the money to purchase the tickets, so he wanted his mom to buy them for him. And she was like, no. It's Avril Lavigne, though. It's Avril Lavigne! Come on, Mom. <sighs> I Gosh, get it. Mom, but he didn't just he didn't just want normal tickets. He, he wanted, wanted tickets and flowers. He <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then take her to Outback afterwards. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Outback Steakhouse is delicious. Um, so he wanted box office, or he wanted, where is it, box seats, like, up front, or maybe it's, like, up high, I'm not sure. He wanted box seat tickets, like, the most expensive tickets. And he was like, call one of your friends that can hook me up for these tickets. And she's like, no. I don't, I have no idea if, like, she had, like, hookup, her friend, like, had hookups or something. Maybe someone worked for the box office. I'm not, I'm not positive, but she was like, absolutely not. This is not happening. And he would not give in. <laughs> it's Avril Lavigne, dude. Yeah. But also, like, you're also, 30. Also, you're, you're almost 40, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you're asking your mom for a young woman's concert tickets. Yes. It was, <laughs> that's rough, man. A pop rock concert tickets yeah oh my gosh just so the argument was getting more and more heated there was pounding on the walls shouting just not a great thing going on between the two of them linda eventually grabs a knife and some reports were not very clear or all of the reports were not very clear some were saying that uh, she was using it while cooking dinner and some she was putting away dishes so that's why she had a knife in her hand um but there were also reports saying that she even pointed the knife at him and one report s- said that she held it to his face and threatened to stab him in the eye but I'm just saying that this is off of what Robert right, said right. so I don't, I don't play Linda <laughs> I'm like, I've had it. (laughs) Robert then snapped after seeing this knife, went over to their alcohol bar area and grabbed a bottle of Hennessy, which was full, and used it to club his mother on the back of her head, not once, but twice. 
the bottle was full, like I said, and it was a heavy, like, it's a, I'm not letting him in. <laughs> the bottle is heavy when it's empty. Yeah. Because it's a thick right. bottle. Right. And so since it was full, I guesstimated, I tried to do the math, but it looks like it was about seven pounds. Right. But and then force. Yep. And then with like the fours, it's like 10, 12. Taking like a baseball back, yeah. bat to someone's head. Linda claps to the floor on her chest. Robert then grabs some knives, one in each hand, and stabs his mom over and over again. Oh, my gosh. He ends up breaking both the knives in her back. (gasps) Isn't that awful? Oh, my gosh. Poor Linda. Um, And this is really terrible for me to say, but I I thought it was funny last night. Um, I feel like that should be like a new metaphor. Like, not only did they stab me in the back, but they broke the knife in my back. (laughs) You stabbed the knife in my back so hard that you broke it. Yes. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so Linda at this point is not moving. And Robert was drenched in in his mother's blood. And he decided he was not done. Like, his mom was dead, but it wasn't enough. Avril. This would get him to the tickets. Avril Levine. Yes. This is going to get her, him, the tickets to go see her. Yes, it would. Yeah. You do what you got to do, man. Yeah. So he then goes through the house, grabs any toxic household product that he could find from Drano to to bleach to spray, uh, to ant spray and coolant. And then takes it over to her and pours it all over her body and like to let it soak into her wounds and just start eating away at her flesh. Yeah. Uh, Robert then took a bath, had some tea, changed his clothes, and left the house. Oh, okay. So back. <laughs> so much to Robert's dismay, the argument that they were having was not quiet like normal. And there was already multiple nine one one calls oh. called about the disturbance. Okay. Um, by the time police got there, they though, lived in the condo, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. So there, so it's like an apartment. Everybody's around them. Yeah. Uh, but by the time police got there, Robert was already gone, and police did a welfare, a well being check. When they opened the door, they found Linda where Robert left her, and they looked around the house and didn't find Robert. Obviously, because Robert was actually busy shopping. Robert stopped at multiple stores, one being a bookstore. He grabbed a book there and scribbled a character from the soap opera General Hospital in there. And I looked. There was no... Do you know who the character was? No. Also, (laughs) there was, like, no connection. Like, I guess, like, some people did, like, intense research on... On the character. (laughs) No, on the connection of, like, why... (laughs) And there was no reason. So he was just like, hmm, J.C. Gurgis. I don't know. Did you watch General Hospital? No. Oh. I used to watch One Life to Live. That's cute. Uh, During his shopping spree, Robert was calling friends and family and telling them about the argument he and his mom had. One of them being Stan, which was Linda's boyfriend. According to Stan, Robert told him Robert had a struggle with her, and after she attacked him with a kitchen knife, uh, oh, sorry, excuse me. According to Stan, Robert told Ro- told him he and his mom had a f- struggle after she attacked him with a kitchen knife. Okay. 
And Stan warned Robert not to harm Linda. And Robert later reports... Oh, excuse me. Then Stan later reports that he didn't believe anything that Robert said. Okay. He believes that something already bad happened to Linda. Uh, Six hours after the murder of Linda, the cops found Robert about 12 miles north of Carroll Springs in a neighboring town. Would you like to know how they found him? Oh, God. Well, Robert was actually calling, called the police and told them what he was telling the rest of his family and friends. And he was like, yeah, like, we just had, like, a struggle. Like, <laughs> it's normal. She, like, threatened me with a knife. She's ridiculous. And so they're like, all right, Robert, like, that's cool. Where are you? And he's like, well, you have to come find me. And they're like, okay, so they tracked him down. Would you like to know where they found him? He was busy eating some chicken wings at a Hooters. No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it was like. Hooters has great chicken wings. I don't know if it was the chicken wings, the beer, the boobs. I don't know. (laughs) But he was like, I'm going out, man. I'm going out. Living his best life right now. So obviously Robert was arrested and was given a $2 million bail. And he awaited for trial, which ended up being three years later. Dude, two million dollar bail? Yeah, I wouldn't want that man out that either. That sounds like a lot. They actually only have to pay like ten percent. Really? Mm-hmm. But they end up having like but that's still a lot to get them mm-hmm. out. They only have to pay ten percent, but they eventually have to pay that full amount. Ten percent. What is that like? Twenty thousand? I don't know. Two hundred thousand. Two hundred. Okay, that's still a lot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's chump change. That's chump change, especially for Robert. Wait, is that called chump change or trump change? It's chump change. That would be so funny if it was called trump change because he's, like, known to be rich. That'd like, be really funny. <laughs> That's a good one, Bree. Right? We should start We should start that. That's trump change. <laughs> he doesn't have any money anymore, does he? I mean, he does. But I'm he sure doesn't. he does. No, yeah. he, he doesn't technically, but I think he's good. I'm sure he has money somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, in the, in the banana all the sh- hotels that he owns. In the banana stand. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, buddy. It's good. Okay, so September 2011, the prosecution presented a case stating that Robert had planned the murder fueled by bottled-up rage when it exploded into violence. The prosecution was aiming for first-degree murder, which is premeditated, and the defense was hoping for second-degree, which is basically like he snapped sort of situation. It makes more sense. Yeah, a mental situation or loss of control. Right. And the defense claimed Robert was simply washing away his problem, which was his mother. That was was their their defense. Okay, whatever. Robert actually spoke to the jury, which is very uncommon, during the trial and claimed that he did not intend to kill his mother that day. That wasn't on his mind. He did admit he loved her. And even though they argued, he did admit he attacked her immediately when she picked up the knife. And that is when he snapped. So. So he's trying to use self-defense. It's very hard to argue self-defense when you pour ant poisoning in your mother's yeah, wounds. Yeah, that's true. So You're it was trying, and you left. Yeah, you covered it up. Yeah. So it was also confirmed, though, that Robert had skipped three days worth of his bipolar medication oh. leading up to the murder, 
which was the basis of Robert's attorney's argument. Robert said he and his mother also didn't just argue about tickets. It was more than that, obviously, but he didn't say what it was. <laughs> um, Freaking Avril Lavigne. <laughs> it was more than that. I, wanted to get I also wanted to go see Hillary Duff. <laughs> Where his defense fell apart, though, like we kind of talked about, was when the attorney said Robert blocked Linda's attack with a knife and then stabbed her with it. But given the level of violence and the use of the household chemicals, he went overboard and it was an overkill. Usually called a crime of passion. Right, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. He broke the knife into her. In her back. And like two hands, like, what? Like, what did you do, dude? Like, uh, so the, the jury wasn't buying it though, Brie. Uh, the jury deliberated for two hours and came back with a guilty verdict of murder in the first degree. And he was sentenced to 40 years in prison with no chance of parole. Oh. He'll be 80 by the time he gets out. Huh. Bye, Robert. Wait, with no chance of parole? No chance of parole. So that means he can't get out early. Why would he be get? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, so you can- he w- there was no like life. So he can get out at 80. At 80. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, because otherwise it would be like 25. So, like, I, I'm i not a lawyer, and I don't know anything about. She is. But. Stop it. A lawyer. No, I'm not. But from what I, from the experience that I have from researching these stories is, like, if it was second degree, he would probably get 25 years to okay. life. But so second degree is worse than first degree? First degree is the worst. Okay. Okay. But 25 is, they say 25 to life. So what that is, is that it's 25 years or life. So it's whatever comes first. Heard that in songs. 25 to life. 25 to life. I got, me and my baby, I told her, I said, I got 25 to life. And that was like, to give my my kids a kiss because I'm never going to see them again because I got 25 to life. And I'm telling them they are going to be missed. Uh, that was me trying to rap. That I was don't know. Terrible. You were going really fast with that, though. It kind of sounded like you were actually rapping. I was just kind of repeating myself. I was like, wait, wait a second. Oh, that sounded <laughs> believable. Maybe it's because I'm two claws in. Apparently, it doesn't take a lot of claws to get me now. Uh, that was a good story. Thank you. That was a great one. I liked it. It was a quick one. Hey. The last couple of weeks have been long. Yeah, they have. Because me and Amy have been talking a lot. And you know what? You guys And I've been having it. really long stories, too. Yeah, same. Same. This is it. Oh, no. I had a short story last week. I have week, to take this off, though. It's making me claustrophobic. Yeah, I would, too. It stresses me out. Alice saw me. She's like, oh, can I have that? And I was like, yeah, that's. It's yours. That's why I brought it out. Because I figured that you would want it. By the way, I've ar- I had all this jewelry. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but <laughs> I had to like. Dig I love it, it though. I had to f- dig it out of my uh, like old jewelry box. <laughs> that's why I was like, when you high school, middle school, yeah. Uh, that's why when you were like, uh, uh, I don't even know where when I got this stuff. I probably got it like on clearance. I never wore any of it, unless like I wore it ironically, but um. Your You're emu like face. Yes. So my dad used to call it. He used to call me an emu. Emu. Like dad emo. 
emo. Get it right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's emo. Uh that's why you were like, it's going to be late. Is that okay? And like, I was working on my story and I was like, oh, hell yeah. Cause I got to go find all this stuff. Good. Okay. And I wasn't going to wear my makeup like this at work. Yeah. I felt really bad. I'm sorry. Thank no, you. You're good. <sighs> um, oh, wait. I just realized I did something. Never mind. It's fine. Okay. Um, do you want to hear some stories about some ghosts? Can you please tell me a spooky story about a spooky ghost, sir? I'm going to cover Africa this week. Ah! Africa? You we know, have I was not just done Africa yet, and we have listeners there. Well, and I was just thinking that we haven't done outside of the United States in a while. How does she say hi in Mean Girls? Jumbo? Jumbo? Jumbo. Jamba. Jambo? Jamba? It's Jamba. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Jamba. And I wanted to cover a place in Africa this week, so. I'm covering the Castle of Good Hope. Oh, I love that. Another castle. But it's not actually really a castle. Sure, but so. it's called that. Yes. Uh, so, history, obviously. The Castle of Good Hope was built by the Dutch East India, India Company to establish a base while... Ships voyage from Europe to East Asia during the spice trade. The space trade? Space trade. Where we traded spaces. Where we traded cinnamon for garlic. You know. You said space. No, I said spice trade. I said spice trade. You said space. Okay, well, I meant to say. Okay, well, I want to go back and Now I want to talk about TLC space trading spaces. (laughs) Definitely not space trade. Space trade was never a thing. It's spice trade. It's space trade. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll be done. Spice is nice. They were trading one Spice Girl character, Scary Force, for Sporty. There you go. Uh, I was thinking of <laughs> uh, Bubbles and... Buttercup. Buttercup. <laughs> it's the Powderpuff Girls. Close um, enough. <laughs> you know what? They all... They're basically all the same. <laughs> they all have some sort of power. They're not at all. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> okay. Um. So in 1652, it's really far away. Really far, far back. Far originally stood the first fortress being made of clay and timber, but they made some upgrades since they decided that this was kind of going to be like their like their midway stopping point, I guess. Okay. Um, which is the building we know now, and it was constructed between between 1666, 666, and 1679 by slave soldiers and sailors, becoming the oldest existing colonial building in South Africa. Sorry, I got paranoid for a second. You're good. It was. It is a pentagonal yellow fortress, painted, and it was painted that color to like lessen the effects of heat and sun. Oh, Makes interesting. Sense. Yeah. Um, around its border. Did it also like blend into this? No. Oh, okay. No, it's it's bright yellow. Yeah. It looks like your banana. I need. <laughs> You'd that. love it. <laughs> Around its border was uh, it was surrounded by large walls, a moat, and oh. five bastions, which I learned are kind of like um, bathrooms. So what they look like to me is like a bay window, but for like a barrier of like a like a fort, oh, like a military fort, yeah, and it's where like soldiers would stand and protect. Okay, um, it's very castle like, especially with yes. the moat. Yeah. Um, I love the moat. Did they have alligators in it? 
Sharks. You know, they probably had crocodiles because I think they have crocodiles. It was it was Africa, but it wasn't it wasn't Australia. But I think they have crocodiles on that side of the globe. I don't know. I thought they only existed in Australia. Australia. I'm pretty sure they don't. I don't know. I know they're in Florida. Have to Google it. Crocodiles are not in Florida. Yes, they are. At the zoo, gators are in Florida. You're right. (laughs) I know I'm right. (laughs) Okay, Miss Florida. (laughs) So the five bastions were named after uh, Willem the Third Van Arne. I'm gonna mess up a lot of names. Okay, go ahead. Nasu, and they were. I felt the need to. It's NASA. Space and NASA. Yes, we were talking I about just, space I and NASA today. I just, no, I, I, no, I just recently learned that from Will Arnett. You learned what? NASA is actually pronounced NASA. N-A-S-S-A-U? Yeah. N-A-S-S-A-U. <laughs> I don't think it is. Okay. I might be thinking of something I different. I think you're thinking of something different. It's like different Nas- country. Like Nassau, Bahamas. Oh, maybe. Maybe and it is Nassau. I thought then. it was NASA. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe you might be right. I should have looked at the pronunciation of it. Okay, Shame so we're on gonna you, go Brie. Willem the You're giving Van everyone Orn- else this homework and Orn-Hai. you won't even do your own. But I knew Arnhai, Orne is actually orange. Willem the third Van Orange oh. in English. Um NASA Lair Dam. You don't have to. It's Nasu. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss skip this damn part. <laughs> Anyways, this is our podcast. What's with the neighbors? We'll see you guys well, next we week. We mispronounce everything. <laughs> so it was named after Lair Dam, Burin, Katzel, Nivbogen, Nasa, and Orange. I'm just okay. going to say Orange because that's the Ameri- Mr. Orange. That's the American way to pronounce it. It says. I even put in parentheses. Okay, see, so on the inside, it contained a church, bakery, workshops, living quarters, shops, and holding cells, and surrounding it was a wall that protected its citizens in case of attacks. Wow. Um, in 1684, a bell tower was constructed, and it still hangs today, weighing over 660 pounds, announcing the time, and it was used as a warning device, to, and it was heard, it can be heard from, like, miles away. The time, it was, like, a clock? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bell to like, you know, like a church bell. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really, I, I want to <coughs> look up a picture, but my phone's almost dead. It's cool. It's good. It's cool. Uh, between the years 1899 and 1902, the Castle of Good Hope was used as a prison. A famous prisoner named Fritz Jobert Disquin, uh, leader of the Dissenek spy ring, was caught and held here. Love he that. was crushed to death by a solid stone while trying to dig himself out with an iron spoon. So that's fun. Um, oh my gosh. Also, being that there was a prison here in the late 1800s, uh, there was a torture chamber. Typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was called the Donker Gat or the Dark Hole. And it was a windowless jun- dungeon. Okay. Which also sometimes flooded in the winter and drowned its prisoners. Super cool. So that's, go there. that's fun. <laughs> so that's a little bit of the history. Um, so there's quite a bit of legends and stories from this place. Uh huh. One story associated with the castle involved the former governor, Peter, Peter 
Gisbert? Peter Piper. Van Newt? Just so remember okay. Van Newt. Van Newt. Okay. Van Newt. Who died. He died on April 23rd of 1728 on the same day that he illegally sentenced five military deserters to death. <gasps> One of the soldiers demanded he come to watch the execution. Which he didn't, and it's believed that that one person put a curse on Van Newt. Oh my gosh. Later that day, Van Newt was found dead, slouched over his desk with a look of terror across his face. Um, and he was claimed to be buried in a cheap coffin because they didn't like what he did. <laughs> and I love he's it. buried in a secret place because the council didn't want him to be buried on secret, sacred ground. Whoa, because he illegally did like you don't just put people like no, you kill people. That's just not for cool. That. Yeah, I love that. Um, but I also wish that they didn't tell him. I wish that people knew where he was. Yeah, she like go spit on his grave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at some point in the 1700s, a soldier was found hanging from the bell rope in the bell tower, which overlooks the entrance of the castle. And after his death, the bell was sealed off and no one can get into it oh but the bell is known to strike on its own occasion still that's weird i love that a lady believed to be anna or Anne bernard barnard supposedly haunts the castle she lived there in the 18th century and she was responsible to i don't know what this word means she was responsible to entertain the guests and i mean entertain because i don't know what like that she like, juggled she, for them she I was d- a stand-up comedian. i don't know if she like went and brought them their like said like how can i make you more comfortable can i bring you some drinks can i bring you your things i don't think it was a dirty thing i think she just like was like the woman there that like took care of everybody sweet baby angel she was nice um and apparently she still continues to do the same job today what does she do see if anybody needs any help or services i don't know i don't know what i don't know what the word entertain means in that sentence sweet innocent And Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, so, given its age and colorful history, of course, this place is allegedly haunted and was first reported in 1915 when the apparition of a tall gentleman man was spotted on one of the castle's ramparts. Even the guards and soldiers at the castle at night avoid passing through the castle's archways because they feel of they fear the restless souls. Oh, um, so evidently there's a black dog, a ghost dog there, who's been known to pounce on unsuspecting visitors, oh, and like he's just no, he like attacks. Oh, not like bad, oh he's bad, gonna lick me. Yeah, bad pounce. Not like okay. Dakota coming at you. Like Dakota on rabies comes at you, and then he just vanishes in the air. Um, that's so terrifying. Reports of a luminous man leaping off the castle walls, disappearing before he hits the ground, have oh, been. Oh, that's fed. so sad. A woman in gray has been spotted roaming the hall, sometimes crying and sobbing. Because really that depressing. was her husband. <laughs> It's really sad to have That's to like live sad. your life like that. Um, sightings of a figure pacing between the battlements. Uh, workers have reported hearing a man cursing and swearing inside the castle, believed to be Van New. Like son of a bitch, stub your toe a, again, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a cuss word. Son of a gun. <laughs> 
Um, a man and a woman are frequently heard arguing near the guards' room. Like, what an awful life to live right. after. <laughs> and how awkward for everyone else. Like, <laughs> being around live couples that have to argue all the time, it's like, this is awkward. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're arguing about who left the whatever on. Can you just, just apologize? It's clearly your fault. I wasn't <laughs> even there, but I can tell. <laughs> uh, last paranormal findings include the staff and visitors reporting cold spots, mists, and photos, feeling of being watched, hearing footsteps, voices, whispers, murmurs, and screams, as well as the sound of whips and chains in the old dungeon. No. Lights have been known to malfunction, like flickering on and off, and objects have been moved around. Uh, as of today, the Castle of Good Hope is open to the public for tours where you can learn about its long history, maybe get attacked by a phantom dog, no, I don't know, that sounds, uh, no. and even have lunch at the the Governor Restaurant, uh, which is right there on the site. And that is the Castle of Good Hope. Brie, I loved that one. Thank Very you. short, sweet, fun. That was fun. That was a fun one. I finally covered one in another country again. The, the dog. <laughs> I the, I, and that's like a normal thing because I saw it in like multiple sites that I I would research. <laughs> phantom dog attacks you. Go here and you could have a phantom. Like what? No, I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I. You know what would be fun is to wonder find out what it feels like to be attacked by a dog without actually being attacked. Is it by a, puppy? a dog? If it was I would be attacked by a puppy because it'd probably be like attacked by kids. Like a fun little, fun little, yeah. And if I had puppy breath? Mm, I love that. You know where <laughs> to find us, guys. Find us on all of the social medias, please. Yeah, yeah. At also, WWTN um, Podcast. I know we don't, we haven't been talking about this a lot lately, but give us a rating on uh, iTunes or Spotify because they are helpful. So, yeah. and check out our Patreon because you could see all the the dirty deets and like the story that i may maybe cut out from this episode we actually go over details in it we i'm not gonna lie you guys we talk about stuff that's not on the episode we do in patreon especially since me and amy haven't been seeing each other a lot lately yeah we've been talking a lot more so we we talk a lot of how long these episodes are (laughs) <laughs> we've been talking so much more you want to hear some smack get into patreon and yeah. find out yeah. are we talking about you probably Maybe. and you can get the episodes early too yeah. and you get a free magnet ba-boom ba-boom yeah. and Sorry, also we also take listener stories which oh Sorry, that's patreon.com forward slash WWTM podcast. Yeah. You can find it on our website, what's worth the neighbors.com. <laughs> and you can also find a link to our merch on that also because our merch is super dope. Yes, please, please check out our I'm merch. I'm just going to say really every cool. time I wear our logo shirt anywhere, someone compliments it. Same Z's. <laughs> so yes, and also you can submit your listener stories where Amy was getting to true crime, paranormal, neighborhood. Send them all in. We are dying, literally dying to do another listener story we're not getting any younger here people yeah come on send them in everybody tells us them in person or comments them on facebook like no write it out and send it in give us write it out on the um the computer yes you know what if you want to get on the internet if you want to mail it to us message us on facebook and i will gladly give you my address to mail it to uh, my neighbors (laughs) email (laughs) 
which is so funny. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Um, But if you want to email it to us, it's what's with the neighbors at gmail.com. WWTN podcast at gmail.com. And neighbors is spelled N E I G H. But it's not what's with the neighbors at gmail.com. It's WWTN podcast at gmail.com. So everything that Amy is saying, omit. It's wwtmpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to stay later on Patreon, you can find me murdering Bree. <laughs> hey, we should be tie-dye shirts. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Um, so that is that on that. That's the show. Um, this is my neighborhood story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a neighborhood story. I was just letting you walk through it. You're good. Sorry. Um. <laughs> So uh, this is a note that I found, not personally. Okay. I found it on the. Whoa. I found it on Z, uh, the the computer on the internet. Okay. World um, Wide Web. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what on that the, is. Okay, yeah. thank you for elaborating. You're welcome. Whew. Uh, so please stop fighting. Everyone can hear you. Everyone knows your personal business, and I am embarrassed for you. Some of us need to work in the morning and cannot listen to your bickering every night, underlined. So please stop arguing. Keep it down. Go fight in your car or break up already. Love the building at 2 (laughs) a.m. Like that's so. That you is talk- straight up a sign. You were talking about the ar- the couple arguing. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, my story's per- my neighborhood story. Love perfect. the building at two a.m. Love the building. But seriously, if there's not a bigger sign, you should probably break up. If I mean, it's a literal. Much. It's a literal sign. It's a literal sign. You, you guys need to like. That's so embarrassing. Done. Done. I I. I I don't even have the emotional capacity to argue that much. No. That's disgusting. Ew. Brie, do you wear a thong? I mean. <laughs> oh, I break my arm. Oh, you, you break your arm. Are going to break? <laughs> Say hi to your cats, Russ. Oh, have you checked in? Have you checked in? Have you checked in on the neighbors? Normally, you're the one that keeps us on track here. I know. <laughs> it's because I've had claws. <laughs> I want to go get my nails done this weekend. You want to know what I got for my bike for my desk? What'd you get? I got an under the desk bike. <gasps> Ooh, like a little mini one. Yeah. How cool! So you can feel like you're like so you can be like a little active while you're like sitting there and like. Yeah. Burning like yes, burn like I just burned like hundred calories. calories. Oh, like fourteen. <laughs> I meant fourteen hundred. That's so many calories. What's with the neighbors? Green idiot. Have you checked in on your neighbors lately? What's with the neighbors? Ew, no, that's. Gross. I don't think you said that. What's with, yeah, I did. What's with the neighbors? Oh my gosh. Bye, Bye everybody. Baby out. Can you play in the rest later?